Welcome to Gimcrack Video. How can I help you tonight? Hey, yeah, we're just uh, browsing for something a little different. Well, have you tried our forgotten classics? Is that the one over there under the sign that says Blighted by God? Oh, oh, I found something. Have you seen this before? Ah, never heard of it. Let's grab it. Enjoy your selection. <laughs> you, you, know, you know we're still here, right? Oh. everyone, welcome to Found on Shelf, the podcast where every week we discuss Paul Verhoeven's book on the life of Jesus Christ. <sighs> Jesus Christ is right. <laughs> now, this, is a, this is a podcast where we talk about the wild, the insane, the obscure, the dumb, the terrible, the abominations, things that should have been made, things that shouldn't have been made, but definitely things you will remember. Uh, and uh, today we, uh, we have a very special film to talk about. It is a special time of year after all. It is Shark Week. Yeah, um, and for Shark Week, I decided that we should, uh, you know, you had, you, had one, little, you had one job, Patrick. Yeah, to pick a movie with a with a sea based predator. No, me. it was Shark Week. What happened? What where where where, do, where what happened? Where did it go wrong? <laughs> okay, so what is what actually happened? Is at Christmas I saw. Um, an episode of Red Letter Media where they mentioned this movie and they played a clip from it. And when I saw uh, that clip, I knew I had to make you watch it. Ah, now, this now was, it all makes sense. And this felt like the most thematic time to, to, to shove that in. So the movie we were talking about today is um, the 1998 classic Replicator. Mm, yeah. Dustin, how familiar are you with Alligators. Um, I'm, uh, not, uh, personally familiar with them, but I'm aware of them as a species. I've eaten, I've eaten them before. <laughs> They're good eating. I was uh, in New uh, Orleans. What do you expect? You just eat fried gator. Fried gator is good. Yeah. Um, how familiar are you with uh, transformation porn? Um, not that familiar. <laughs> However, this is the second time we've featured some transformation on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> is it? Oh, if you, your favorite movie, The Nostril Picker. Uh... <laughs> so, who, who did it better, Nostril Picker or Replicator? Well, <laughs> I think Replicator was less problematic. Amazingly, yes. <laughs> All things considered. <laughs> this is actually really exciting to me this particular movie because uh, the only reason it exists is they were filming another movie called um time tracers it was a sci-fi movie and they had the sets built and so they just asked the screenwriter to come up with a different movie so they could go ahead and bang another one out real quick and we i keep i keep telling you a lot of these movies felt like they made two movies at the same time a b movie and a sex movie and this is the yeah. first time we're doing the second movie they shot. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense now. I, I honest to God knew it was going to be a sex movie. I didn't realize how how much it was pushing the just porn uh, barrier. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I, I apologize for that. No, I don't. I don't apologize for that. Fucking deal with this shit. Yeah. It, I mean, it was. I've seen way worse. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyone wondering? Uh, this <laughs> this is this is in fact a sci-fi B horror movie, kind of. It is also obviously a sex movie, and it is absolutely insane. Dustin, were you able to find a trailer for this? Uh, yeah, but it was it was really nothing. I found the trailer. It was like uh, it was like forty five seconds of of just music, and then it was like like two scenes of dialogue, and then it was that's it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of shitty. So I didn't pull it because <laughs> it was kind of boring. Well, that's a lot of people who watched this said the same thing. I don't think it was an actual trailer. I think it was something that 
you know, a fan threw together because there's no voiceover or nothing. Oh, gosh. I mean, that makes sense. There's no way this actually had a trailer. Uh, I guess that means that your pitch has to really sell us on the movie Replicator. Mm -hmm. Um, I have an idea on how I would sell someone this movie because it's the only reason I wanted to cover it. But I want to I want to hear how how would you sell someone on watching the cinematic achievement (laughs) that is (laughs) Replicator? Um, Well, I got to say that uh, kind of overall, it was it was a little boring. They had like this dance competition and uh, the winners of the competition got to go up and do some salsa dancing and the the winning mom and son got to choose where. God where damn to it, Dustin! No, no, we're not doing Milk Manor again. <laughs> but, but okay. But this episode, this episode of Milk Manor was was kind of boring. It was the same old thing. But next episode, somebody gets kicked off the show. Now it's getting interesting. Okay, and what's the okay. elimination challenge in a show that's based on edible? I don't know. I don't know. But I can't wait to find out, and I'm going to tell you all about it. But anyway, back to uh, what are we watching? Replicator. So you know that Jeff Goldblum movie, The Fly. Imagine that if it were dumber and more horny. So wouldn't that just be like this? Ain't the Fly XXX? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> not your parents' fly. No, it would be called like Spanish Fly or something. Like that. <laughs> God damn, that's good. Why don't Why don't they have a porn called The Spanish Fly? Uh, there, there, there's a non-zero chance that exists. <laughs> I'm gonna copyright that right now. Anyway, um, yeah, that was that was about it. I mean, it's I don't really know how you could excite somebody to watch. All right, well, let me briefly describe what the actual premise of this film is, and I think that will serve as the pitch. Uh, well, in a secret government science facility, they are developing. What they call a replicator, but what is essentially a teleporter. And they're testing this by sending soldiers through. But what the machine ends up doing is um, transforming the male soldiers into female soldiers. And also uh, turning them incredibly horny. But if they have sex, they become alligators, which are really people in rubber dinosaur masks. And if those dinosaurs bite someone, they (laughs) they become a gay zombie. A, a horny gay zombie. No, this is the premise of the film. And how could you not want to at least talk about that? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know if it necessarily turned them into gay zombies or if they just passed on the person that they were attracted to if through the gator bite. I don't know because like – because like – hmm. Because the gators are very heteronormative. Like the gators are just like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, like we are attracted to, the, we are women who are attracted to the only men in this bunker. Yeah, this is true. Although, well, at the end, I thought maybe there might've been something else happening, but I don't know. Well, that's, that is another, that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah. we, we have to, we have to, we have, we have to get there organically. Yeah. Oh, oh, and we will get there. Do, do, do you notice there's not a lot of replicating going on in this? Um, I mean, they're certainly replicating scenes over and over again, and they're replicating the plot over and over again by telling us. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, me, so let me give you a little background of this movie. All right. Would it shock you to know this movie was filmed in Irving, Texas? Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, yep. and I mean, I saw at the end of the credits it said filmed in Texas, but uh, had I not known that, yeah, it doesn't. I'm surprised uh, that they allowed this to be filmed there. They clearly just rented an office space in a warehouse. This is like yeah. a warehouse with the front of office, and that's where they filmed this. Like, I worked, I worked in a, in a trophy parts distribution warehouse that was exactly this setup. <laughs> all right, so it's filmed in Irving by all Texas filmmakers. Brett McCormick is your director. He directed the Time Tracers movies. He worked with Keith. Kjorns before, who is your screenwriter, and it's very important about Keith Kjorns being your screenwriter because we're coming back to that. Um, Brett McCormick right. has some indie cred for directing a terrible SOV movie in the 80s called The Abomination. And it looks basically like things level production. Okay. And it's about an old woman who coughs up what she believes to be a tumor, but what it actually is, is some sort of monster that crawls inside of her son and reproduces in him. And then causes him to go on a killing spree to continue to feed this tumor. Okay. 
That's called the Abomination. I have looked for copies of this for the sh- for the show before, and I couldn't find it. I've never seen it. It looks disgusting and terrible. And I now I have a mission. They filmed a movie called Time Tracers. They had all these sets, and they were like, well, "Let's let's get something quick." Uh, IMDb credits one of the 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 crew as coming up with the quote unquote the story, and then the screenwriter just banged out the script in about four days. Okay. Um, if that is actually accurate, I I imagine the screenwriter was like, "Hey, what if there was a machine to turn you into alligators?" And the screenwriter was like, "I've got a different way I can take that." Yeah. <laughs> um, the screenwriter Keith Kjorns, who uh, he is unfortunately dead, but he lived in the, the DFW area for most for like the rest of his life after this. Uh, he's also the actor who plays um, the main doctor who creates the replicator. Oh, the one that all the women are attracted mm-hmm. to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, See? You yeah. mean the, the, the overweight bald guy that the women can't keep their hands off of? Mm-hmm. Pushing he, 60? Mm-hmm. You, he wrote that? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I'm bringing it up. Uh, I want to read you a couple of other titles in this particular man's um, oh. resume. Um, see, Hold see, on. See, see, Before you do that, let me guess. I, I'm guessing that he would have a lot of self-published novels on Amazon Kindle. Uh, you know, he, he he died in 2011, 2013 era time frame. If, so if he was around today, he would yeah. have some, uh, lots I, of uh, – Yeah, you know, Chuck Tinkle type stuff. Yeah. Let me know when uh, Keith Kjorn's white 50, you know, it, uh, overweight dude in his 50s. Let me tell you when these titles of movies he's written seem to get uncomfortable. You ready? Oh, boy. Uh, it's a gangland movie called $6 a Minute. So far, okay. Survival of the Illest. Oh, okay. My Big Fat P-H-A-T Hip Hop Family. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. Uh... Try. Treasure in the hood. Treasure letter in the T H A hood. Okay. And then uh, in two thousand nine, his second to last screenplay, uh, "The Devil's Tomb," is like a legitimate production. Like it's still a B movie, right. but it is it is a B movie uh, starring Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, Ron Perlman. All right. Henry Rollins, like. Not people who are in good movies, but like people who are in movies. Bill Mosley. Um, also, it's directed by Jason Connery, who is apparently Sean Connery's bad movie directing son. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, those. Um, he had. A, he seemed to write um, a very particular genre of films there. Well, The Devil's Tomb is a movie about an elite group of soldiers who go on a covert mission to retrieve a scientist from an underground lab and encounter an ancient evil in the facility. Uh, they look like aliens, but they are apparently the Nephilim. Were they, were they gator babes? Gator babes. <laughs> no, they were not gator babes, but <laughs> they are like biblical sex criminals. Oh, all right. So... Yeah. Oh, also his last movie, uh, Bound to Vengeance, there's last script that he wrote before passing away that was produced posthumously. Um, that script is a, about a young girl who's held captive and manages uh, to um, escape from her kidnapper. And it, is, it looks like some like, like hard candy type idea. And is she a gator babe? No, no, she is not. <laughs> okay, just <laughs> this is a real outlier. Like I can't say that he's made good movies, but this is a specific film. And uh, I just wanted to set that stage uh, before we get into. The I need thing. I, I need a whole franchise of movies. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, but like gator babe movies are one thing. Replicator is a whole other deal. This is this is, this is true. This is true. All right, so hold on now. All right, let's get started with this movie here. But the opening scene, am I crazy or did they just repeat this exact scene later on in the movie? Uh, Not this exact scene because they don't really do like this whole like um, sex thing again. But like this this scene makes no sense. It's not part of the rest of the film. And I, it's, I, don't... I swear they put this in later in the movie. This this sexual holographic image thingy. Not that I noticed. Maybe, Maybe I was checking I'm... my phone. Losing my mind. Well, I, I did that quite a bit too. This movie is just, uh, oof. yeah, it is not a, if it were a book, it would not be a page turner. Um, 
Well, it depends on what you're into. Yeah, true. I I think that later on in this movie, they cut back to this scene and they play almost the whole. Actually, they play the scene in the entirety, and then they just go back to something else. It was bizarre. At least they. I mean, good luck finding this video outside of YouTube because that was the only place I could find it. Mm-hmm. Is that yes, where you we, pulled yours off too? I, I did watch it on YouTube. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's still up there. If you want to uh, to watch this, I won't yeah. judge you. You must be signed in because it is uh, flagged. <laughs> it should be. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nudity. All right, so like th- th- this opening scene means basically nothing. It's it's there to set tone, and that tone is horny. The characters don't repeat. The the ideas don't repeat. Um, it's just uh, oh, you're in a weird government sex. You're in a real government science facility, and it's a sex movie. Um, The premise of this is like she's just running like a hologram into someone's brain about sexual desires. And then it cuts to Replicator, a terrible green slime opening, and then the actual beginning of the film, which is a whole bunch of people pull up to the office space outside of the warehouse in Irving, Texas. And (laughs) they are pretending to to be... um, military personnel and they go into this fake military facility and uh yeah it's it's a research facility working on top secret government science stuff yeah and what's his uh uh, what's that guy's name from uh texas chainsaw massacre uh hunter gunner Uh, i don't know yeah the guy that originally played the uh texas chainsaw massacre was the was was one of the scientist dudes was he really yeah, the guy with the white hair that was kind of talking about and gave him the x-ray glasses. Oh, okay, cool. That that was the only person. Yeah, uh, Gunnar Hansen, that's his name. It was the, that was the only person I uh, recognized in this entire movie. All right, so that, that's a very brief scene. I was skipping that entirely. I forgot it was there, but it is the wraparound. So yeah. th- this general's desperate for like some sort of success, and he goes to this one scientist that they're funding. It's like, actually go to this facility and look at this other thing, this replicator thing. So they go to look at the replicator. Now, this particular scientist that gave him there is Gunnar Hansen. And he's got like the Hawaiian shirt and he's like smoking cigars. And he's like, cool scientist. Yeah. And, and, and the little army surgeon is carrying a newspaper that says infiltrated by transsexuals. <laughs> That's at the end of the movie. Oh, it's at the beginning, too. Is it? <laughs> yeah, he walks in. You can barely see it. And I, I was like, wait, what are we in for here? When I saw him flash that, I was like, um. The actual meat of the film is they're, they're reviewing the work on this replicator. Um, and so they bring in an army private who comes in with his gun and helmet. Yeah. And, and a tank top. And a tank top. <laughs> well, he, he keeps the tank top the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, so he walks. What is his name? Private. Uh, warring, I think you are right. Yeah. And then all, all the people's names were oh, besides them were a little bit silly. Like you had general Mills was one yeah. of them, uh, Dr. Phil. And there was, uh, Colonel Sergeant, I think was one guy's name. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also Colonel Sanders. Yeah. 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 Maybe that was it. Yeah. Colonel. <laughs> all I could think of was space balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Colonel they- Sanders chicken. Yeah. They're trying to be funny. Mm, yeah, they're very, very trying, but they're being funny in the wrong places. So Keith Kiaran, the screener, is playing Dr. Oliver. And um, his he has a right. There are two scientists here, or there's three. Two of them, Dr. Oliver and Dr. Hardy, who's played by a woman. They are working on the replicator. And then Dr. Fields is the bad guy. He is working on a mind control project in another room and they're competing for funding. So anyway, they're going to test out the replicator, which is really a teleporter. I don't understand what they're calling it a replicator. It's a teleporter. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It didn't make any sense. Well, neither does the VCR sitting on top of their, their computer. Because Um, then you couldn't call the movie Telegator. Like that kind of wouldn't work. Replicator works. Sounds better. So is that why they just put up a painted styrofoam? Uh, packing <laughs> materials to the sides of the wall to make it look sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the the way that they can accomplish this is somebody sits stands in like the like in between this weird like sci-fi post looking thing and they get flashed and then they just come through the doors on the other side. Oh, they've been teleported to the other side of these doors. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah, it's pretty dumb. But the private, he goes through, and uh, then the private comes back through the other doors as a woman. Yeah. In science mumbo jumbo, to to do this, they accidentally stretched the male chromosome, <laughs> and and now everyone who goes through comes out as biologically female. Yeah. Um, which, uh, okay. And this is where the movie really immediate, like it's, it's been, it's just been a bad movie until this point, but at this yeah. point, Oh boy, does it go off the rails? Um, yes. so they decide to play the private, like an absolute idiot. Cause she goes to the restroom and she comes out of the restroom and then she, and she says, well, something ain't right. Was it's the joke? Yeah, but she can't figure out what. She, she also has a, an increased sex drive. Mm-hmm. This is before they make nymphomania plot point. So I don't yes. understand quote unquote nymphomania. I don't understand what this exact why this scene exists this way. Well, because he wrote it. Yeah. So Keith Jordan, <laughs> screenwriter of the film, is interviewing the private to just like see you know what her her um. Um, her, her, what's what, what's going on? Yeah, uh, you know how how she, how she feels. Like, what was the experience like? Trying to figure out how to fix this problem. Uh, she just starts making out with him. Yeah, she, like takes her shirt off and crawls on top of the table, <laughs> and then climbs on top of him. Right, because that's yeah. And Doctor Hardy walks in on them, and he and then he, the doctor gets flustered, like, "Oh, you've got to, you know, I'm not sure what's going on here. You got to like," and he keeps like putting trying to cover her up, but he keeps literally taking her shirt and putting it on her boobs. And yeah. he keeps grabbing this actress's boobs over and over and over again in a way that is wildly uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. At one because point, this is because like this this might be poured in a technical way in that it like clearly Keith was having an experience. Okay. Oh yeah. It yeah. feels like to watching like Keith was having now, the experience. Now that you explain that he wrote it, it 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 explains so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but because it is not. But it's not exactly porn. These I don't know where they got these actresses. Maybe came from that. We don't know. But it is weird. Yeah, it's definitely definitely. Uh, they they wanted to. They just couldn't make it all the way for whatever reason. Well, probably because Keith wanted to, but they, the the actual rest of the crew was literally just making an actual sci-fi movie. <laughs> and they're like, I, know. I don't know. This is an, actually a, an extremely important ex- thing to point out. There is a subgenre of these movies in which some maniac has roped a whole bunch of people into making a film based on their hyper-specific fetish. Yeah. And this movie is about to do that because like transformation porn is a thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you can, like it's out there. That's one thing. What happens next is where it gets specific. Well, yeah, and then it's, I mean, this this movie is, ex- it, I mean, it's so bad in so many spots. Like, all of a sudden, now that, like, the dude turned into a woman, they're like, they're like, oh, we can't have bimbos and beach bunnies running this army and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. Yeah, like, it's a wildly sexist movie. Oh, God, it's so bad. <laughs> like, not, like everything about it is it's horribly sexist. Yeah, and then Doctor Doctor Fields, who I thought his name was Doctor Phil at first, he's trying to do his whole mind control on prostitutes. Before we do that, I I, just, I, I don't know if you clipped any sound clips at all from this, but there is a quote I want to point out here. Before we cut to Doctor Fields, as 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 what's his name is trying to cover up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's he's he says Doctor Doctor Hardy, she's the one who busted him. He's like. Uh, to take doctor, take the private to get like a urine sample. Uh, I don't, I don't think she's quite grasped the mechanics of it. <laughs> that was a good line. I forget what he is asking the sex worker to do specifically, but it's he's, like be devoted to him entirely or something like that. He's trying to turn, um, as, uh, as Dr. Dre said, he's trying to turn a hoe into a housewife through mind control. It might've been Melman that actually said the lyrics, but it was on a Dr. Dre album. So Okay. She comes out and she's like, oh, hey, darling. And she starts kissing him and he's like, oh, it worked. It worked. And, you know, she's completely dedicated to me. And then I had I did clip some audio like this. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, mister. But first, 50 bucks. (laughs) 50 bucks. Reminded me of a Frankenhooker almost. 
So it turns out his uh, his experiment did not work. His mind control didn't work or didn't work for long enough. That's where the two stories merge. Yes, his yeah, his assistant. What is this assistant's name? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Oliver, I think. No, no he's, they're, they're, yeah, he's Dr. Uh, Oliver. Uh, I don't know. His assistant. Um, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So he is. Um, he looks like Brad Majors. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's a little more built than Brad Majors, but Brad Majors. And uh, he's got that kind of like, like beta science nerd demeanor. Yeah. And he just demurs to whatever field says. That's the setup for all the players. Yeah. What happens next is the colonel or the general, General Mills, is so got off with the idea that this machine turns his male soldiers into female soldiers that he's going <laughs> that he, he's going to shut the whole place down but he's going to pin it all on his subordinate colonel sanders mm. colonel sanders gets talked into uh, a harebrained scheme to try and save his own ass by dr fields which is to fire up the replicator with him in charge and his brain drain mind control shit attached to it for some reason. Right. Because he thinks that if he implants his brainwashing into the DNA restructuring, that it will actually work because it worked that one time when they made everybody sing the Macarena or whatever the hell that stupid line that was trying to be funny was about. I have no idea what it was. And it has washed over me. Entirely. Good. It should, it should, it should, but but just in case it washed over you entirely. We targeted a group of low intelligence Americans with an early mind control radio frequency. The result? The Macarena. <laughs> they tried so hard for a joke there, but the setup was entirely too long and the payoff was just worthless. <laughs> Saturday Night Live could have written something better than that in 1998. <laughs> So they're gonna they're gonna have the pirate private go back through to see if it will quote unquote fix everything. Yeah. Uh, what intent happens though is the private comes back through, still a woman, but now she's been uh, her mind control uh, has had had two things. One, it makes uh, the 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 males in the room they're able to completely control them with with like a, with the verbal commands. Yeah. And two. It has made them, in their words, uh, infected with uh, raging nymphomania. Rampant nymphomania. Okay, rampant. <laughs> so close, though. Now, so this, close. This, this one is, I think, going to stay on the soundboard. Rampant nymphomania. I watched this at like <laughs> eight in the morning. You're lucky I remember any of it. All right. I just, I just watched that uh, today, so that's why it's all fresh in my brain. Oh, yeah. This was uh, four or five days ago. Jesus. Anyway. And how many strawberry banana daiquiris ago? You know, listen, <laughs> does, does Jimmy Buffett really count the time in margaritas? No, no. <laughs> there's no clocks in Margaritaville. Dr. Hardy has a giant mole in her face. Other than that, she's, she's, a, she's a, um, conventionally attractive woman. Yeah, uh, she's she, fine. But she's wildly insecure about her, her homely looks because of the weird, weird fake makeup mold they exclude to her cheek. So she runs <laughs> yeah. through too. It's pretty bad. So she runs through too, and then comes back out. And so they both come out roughly the same time. Mm -hmm. And now they're both sex crazed. Yeah. Rampant nymphomania. <laughs> I'm sorry. She doesn't run through. Uh, she either she runs through or she falls in, and then Doctor Fields. Assistant, assistant that looks like Brad Majors falls in. Uh -huh. And yeah. they all three come out at the same time. All as hot chicks. The private comes out in the same clothes. Yeah. Dr. Hardy comes out in a lab coat and lingerie. Yes. Maybe uh, that's what he was wearing underneath. We don't know. Well. Or she was wearing. I'm getting confused now. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's not Dr. Hardy. However, yes. What the fuck is that character's name? I think it was the Lebo. It's Lebo. Oh yeah, the Brad Red Major. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, so comes out in like with like a skirt and a bra underneath her lab coat. So they all come out in different clothes. 
Yeah. Wild. But they all also come out with their makeup done, which is a separate conversation. Um, well, that's anyway, what happens in the replicator. Honestly, like the the joke at the end where they're going to open up a makeover shop is great because yeah. like just the for the flawless makeup application alone, the time you save, it's worth your molecules getting rearranged. Yeah. Yeah. Now they have sex crazed women all over. Um, and I'm trying to figure out exactly where the plot starts to happen again. Because basically well, they're just they're just rubbing themselves all over the lab side the lab. Yeah. And 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 Dr. Oliver, the screenwriter, keeps acting abashed, like, you've gotta stop this, but then also yeah. enabling it. Um Yeah, there's a lot of topless kind of heavy petting going on. Everyone's just kind of hooking up with each other. And as we all out. know, according to Janet, heavy petting only leads to trouble. Yes. And trouble it does lead. Because then we have Warring who's trying to um bang a Colonel Sergeant guy. And you just kind of hear her like have an orgasm and you you go back to the doctors explaining the plot to you again about like the mind control stuff it's really annoying and then there's a scream then there's a scream yeah and they go to check on the, the doctors go to check on this dr fields and dr oliver and they walk into what was an office but is now a space filled with a fog machine <laughs> and fake blood everywhere and out from the cubicle corner comes comes <laughs> A person in a rubber dinosaur costume, <laughs> and it's supposed to be uh, Private Bruno, or Warring, or whatever. Warring, yeah. Uh, Private um, Warring. And it's supposed to be that the, the private, but uh, now the, she's in a rubber dinosaur costume that they are <laughs> calling an alligator. But it is, in fact, a dinosaur. <laughs> and And he... The doctor, who is again the screenwriter, immediately, immediately knew it was her. Like, <laughs> like if you saw a a dinosaur, a humanoid dinosaur slash alligator walking around in an office, mm -hmm. would you be able to tell who they were at first? <laughs> would you just look at them and go, "Oh, that's that's hard. That's worrying. What the hell?" There should have been a little bit more mystery there, is what I'm saying. It's just a just just a smidge, maybe. I, I did take a clip of how they explained uh, how she became uh, a gator. So I, I think this bears just listening to because we need to really understand. Yeah, when you programmed her with rampant nymphomania, you created a sex-charged object of desire. She experienced a prehistoric orgasm which stretched her genetic code, creating the creature we now have to deal with. Gator babe. Makes sense. I need to um, I need to interject uh, the the doctor's name I was trying to find later earlier the Brad Major's character mm -hmm. their name is West their name is West okay just West as in, as in Herbert but yes yeah. West gotcha um, yeah so yeah that makes perfect sense you know lizard primordial orgasm yeah turn into yeah. A, turn into a, turn into a dinosaur alligator yeah, we got need it. To have, yeah, it happens. I mean, mm -hmm. it stretches out your DNA when you have orgasms. We all know that. Mm -hmm. yep, and yep. apparently, yeah, if it's a prehistoric one, you might turn into an alligator. Just fair warning to all the listeners out there. <laughs> if you got to go, what a way to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 why I say this is a hyper-specific fetish. Mm -hmm. um, because we have gone away from just standard... Um, man is irresistible to women also with slash transformation porn to also slash anthro scaly stuff. Yeah. And we could, we should, we should also mention that it's, it's, it's 49 minutes into the movie before we see a gator gator babe, please. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Gator babe. <laughs> he just comes up with that unprompted. Oh gator yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that's the plot. I mean, uh, Jesus, it's really hard to try and parse into like an experience. Yeah, um, because then it just gets fucking weird. Like, yeah, because because like now everyone wants to fuck everyone. Yeah. Dr. Hardy's trying to fuck Dr. Oliver, and did you clip this? Because because it is genuinely the best line in this movie. I don't think so. Okay, so she's throwing herself at Dr. Oliver, and he's, and he's like, trying to resist. And he grabs her by the shoulder and says, stop. You have to stop. If you have a sexual experience, you will turn into an alligator. 
Yes, I should have clipped that one. There is a 17-second clip of just that scene on YouTube. Go watch it. Go yes. forward and watch. If you don't don't watch this movie, but do watch that 17-second clip. Yeah. And then you will get the full experience of watching this movie. Unless, you know, you're into this. And then you, you, know, you, you know, you do you. There's no mm-hmm. kink shaming on the uh, Found on Shelf podcast. We are curious when you make a whole movie about it. Yeah. We will talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's up with the gay zombies? Uh, well, so this is the other part that's kind of weird is all of a sudden, like, um, you've got this, you got the original military dude that's coming to investigate mm-hmm. stuff. And so he's a, a, a general, we're assuming, or a colonel or whatever. And he is walking around on a military base with soldiers that are wearing ski masks. Yep. Well, it's because they're that's because they're other actors in the movie, and they don't want, and they want to disguise that fact. <laughs> yeah, I was like, um, why would your soldiers be wearing ski masks? <laughs> that's a really stupid way to do it. They should just put some makeup on them or something. So, uh, yeah, well, they do after yeah. they get after they get bet by the gators. They turn into like stark gray zombies with like stitches for some reason. Yeah, um, and if if we sound a little uh, ADD about these scenes right here, it's because that's how it is presented, and it's just all over the place. It's just start of the wall, like like you have read better fan fiction than this, and I, that's a, that's not a slam at fan fiction. That is a, specifically you have written you have read better fan fiction that was written by a middle schooler who doesn't know what a paragraph is than this movie. Yeah. Like, this is a lot going on. This man had a 10-year career after this film. Hey, good good for him. It's good I for mean, him. Like, everyone's everyone's got to yeah. start somewhere. Well, this this is in the middle of his career. This is no start. <laughs> oh, okay. God, this where is, did he start? <laughs> I am telling you, this was a... <laughs> the, the, the opportunity to have a very specific vision realized, presented it before him, and he took it. Yeah. Like, this movie's bad. It's really embarrassing to be, like, involved in this movie. Like, the, the jokes yeah. are bad. The the, the, the the sexy scenes feel uncomfortable. The movie is sexist. The movie is uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, and it's about to get homophobic because uh, when you get bitten by a, a, yeah. a gator babe and die, mm-hmm. you become a zombie mm-hmm. who is stereotypically gay. In the way you would worse than over the top comedy in the seventies would depict it, like, like this is like like worse than like that's it is more stereotypical than that scene in the Gay Deceivers where the guy goes, "I may not know flowers, but I know a bitch when I see one." Like that, like like that cross with Snacklepuss. (laughs) That's what they do. But but these zombies also aren't wearing pants. Well, and they are also trying to make out with Doctor Oliver. I don't know. I, <laughs> that's why I I think the the gator the 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 bite from the gator babe is what makes him the zombie attracted to whoever she was attracted to. I don't know. The other zombies are also gay. Well, yeah, and they, and they wink at the other zombies because all the gators are gator babes. I, I just think he, he. I just think he thought gay jokes were funny. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much that's really it. <laughs> but I, I like that you. I like that you're lore building over. Uh, yeah, I'm, to, I'm gonna write some fanfic about Replicator. We'll put it next to the uh, to our crossover fic where um, Norm the gnome, you know, just fucks Sonic for all it's worth. I'm just, just for no reason at all, I'm going to make a fanfic of Replicator and post it on FetLife or something. Just find a blog to post it on. Please put it on. What are you talking about? It's like make, make make something that is essentially exactly the same. Change all the names. Put it on Kindle Unlimited and charge a dollar a piece. Oh man, I'd be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. I'll buy Twitter. <laughs> well, I mean, by the time you do that, it's going to be worth like ten cents. Uh, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be worth ten cents. Anywho, um, so yeah, there's a there's a ray gun that's kind of brought into the mix um, where they're zapping gator babes. Yeah, they invented a gun at some point that zaps people into the replicate into the replicator cyber storage space inside the VCR, and if you you know push buttons, it ejects people out of the VCR into the other room. Um, so they have a they have a gun 
with a hose that goes to the VCR, I think. I don't uh, know. Yeah. They uh, just ghost, always go slightly off screen and they start zapping people. By the way, they zap way more people. And is that way more people than there actually are? In the than there are people. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. I'm like, wait, who, what, huh? Eventually he, he wakes Dr. Hardy up. Um, yeah. By, pff, okay. Two things happen. Firstly, <laughs> she, she comes, she, she's coming on to him and he says, well, he, he decides to use his mind control to say, well, you hate me. And she knocks him over the desk. He really does that, that, that stunt where he falls over the desk <laughs> and he really hurt his shoulder doing it. So that happened. <laughs> The second thing that happens is she is she's going to kill him with a hammer, and he says, "Wait, no, you're my wife." And then she's you know she's nagging him, and so he, <laughs> don't turn your back on me. So he pushes her across the room into a filing cabinet, <laughs> and the force from that hitting her head wakes her up. And then she, then she's like, "Why am I dressed like this?" And he says, "Well, until a few minutes, you were under my full control." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Would that knowledge make that make the reality you now found yourself in more comfortable? Because no, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> no, but he's trying to reverse it. He that's might, he might be, but like saying <laughs> that to someone who doesn't know exactly what you're saying, yeah, that is a wild. That's a problem. Him and the doctor decide to team up. Only, only, also, also the brain control fucking around with in the last rundown also gives the women spontaneous orgasms unrelated to direct sexual activity yeah and, like... and she has a spontaneous orgasm and transforms into an alligator and we see it this time this transformation seen here in the middle of the, ter- the, the terrible orgasm warped <laughs> to to gator face <laughs> yeah that was the scene that said i must make dust and watch this movie uh, yeah, all right if i saw that i would think the same um Why would uh, it was my hubris. Um, I, boy. <laughs> so now he's running from now he's running from gay zombies and gator babes, and he's got to try and get past Doctor Fields, who is trying to zap everyone and turn them into an army of gator babes, which he will then use to take over the world. Oh yeah, and his delivery, his delivery of that line, I do have recorded. This is not played in slow or pause. This is taken directly as it's said. I'll be able to take over the world i feel like they wanted to put some sort of like effect in that somewhere or, and or yeah uh, yeah i don't know what they were i don't know what they were going for they failed miserably that's all i know you could say i don't know what they were going for for most of this movie and to be right yeah yeah so they have this whole fight between uh the gator babes and the zombies and the 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 military guys trying to infiltrate the base and dr fields trying to take over the world and dr oliver trying to to fix everything the base is also falling apart yeah yeah because the power was out and they restored it and something's blowing up because they're overloading the power what the hell ever and so it ends with him like shooting everyone in a blaze of glory while yeah, well, one of the doctors was running around just like bashing gators over the head <laughs> with something i don't know what that just running around a two by four. it was yeah. dr oliver Oh, is that a two by four? Oh, I, I, I don't know what it, it was. It was. It was a piece of wood. I don't know. There was yeah. an actual two by four, but it was a piece of wood just whacking him. On the right. head. Yeah, um, and, and then he, and he then, grabs a little ray gun. And he's like, like Rambo. Dual double ray gun. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's some there's two things that are going to happen. I'm going to talk about what the the overall the overall climax of the scene, and then I'm going to talk about what happens exactly before and what happens exactly after the scene. But the mm-hmm. overall climax is he just goes out blasting everyone so that he can then send them all back through the transporter and they come back out correctly as the base is about to explode. Yes. Okay. Now the movie decides to get complicated. Well, the building blows up and roll credits, right? Well, no, um, because because Dr. West, Mm -hmm. she is helping him to do all to, to, to fix this. And he, he's like, well, you have to go back through two because you're going to turn into an alligator. And then this is where we find out that Dr. West is actually trans. Mm-hmm. And that she has waited her whole life to have an experience like this and doesn't want to go back through. And he's like, uh, Oliver is like, well, go back through and I'll zap you through a second time. Yeah. This is important uh, for a couple of reasons. But one of this is this is a statement that happens before he quote unquote fixes everyone and, and um the base blows up and then yeah. it cuts to several months later or some time later 
we are unsure of how much, but it is a significant enough amount of time. Mm-hmm. And a clearing somewhere in DFW where yeah. uh, two uh, cars pull up and they exchange boxes. Dr. Oliver exchanges, the, I guess, the formula or blueprints or whatever on how to make this machine. And in return, he gets money from um, General Mills. Mm-hmm. Hush money. Yeah. Um, apparently this time, Dr. Hardy has disappeared off the face of the earth. Maybe the other doctors have too. I don't know. They go their separate ways. Then Dr. Oliver opens a door and uh, it is the house of Dr. Fields, who is now a woman because Dr. Fields only went through the teleporter one time. And Dr. West, uh, Oliver's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to zap you. Like I said, so he fixed, so he fixes West. She, what she's a she's a woman again and so now west is uh west has the body that she's always wanted and then he fixes um fields and now fields has has his his original body that he was happy with and now they're both a couple still then he goes and finds dr hardy (laughs) oh and it was at this point i finally realized her name was laurel hardy like Laurel and Hardy. Oh, was it Laurel Hardy? Oh, yeah. My God. It was. It was. It was oh, at the very end where I finally realized. Yeah, that was real. Time. Oh, because he God. says something like he's he calls her like Laurel, and she's like, "Oh, I miss when you call me that." And I was like, "Wait, Laurel Hardy? Oh, oh, they tried that, didn't they?" He pulls up inside an apartment complex in the middle of the night, busts in the apartment complex, walks all around the apartment complex in what is clearly the night, and then opens the door, and there's Doctor Hardy. He's like, "Did you really think I wouldn't find you?" And then. He decides he's he's like, you want to do this and get zapped so that you, you know, you're you're quote unquote pretty again. Again, again, there's no change to this actress other than they take off the mole off of her face. I mean, yeah, you could just have laser surgery. You could get that removed. This is this is not rearrange your molecules and become an alligator problem here. He zaps her. And then before he redistributes her back into the world, he throws a bathing suit out. <laughs> And then she reappears wearing, well, it's not, a bathing, it's not a bathing suit. It's a no. one-piece lingerie. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, she's in a one-piece lingerie. And uh, then they make out. But by the way, this is now a day scene. Like so There's been a eh. dramatic shift in time. <laughs> yeah, it happens. And that's where the movie ends. Well, no, that's not where the movie, that's where the, this, this movie should have ended like three different times. And it just kept going and going. <laughs> It should have ended at the explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a wraparound. We go back to Dark General Mills and the original Doctor, uh-huh. Doctor Kildare, yeah. who is being played by Gunnar Hansen. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I, I've cha- I, I, he actually, I've, I've got the replicator here, and now I'm going to make an army of of Gator Babes because apparently the women Gator. that are apparently the women in the who actually serve in the U.S. military aren't hot enough. And he thinks that having extremely hot women is going to be a distraction for enemy agents. Um, this is in 1998, so he doesn't get they, very specific. They will surrender. They will surrender if they see a platoon of hot babes coming towards them. So. <laughs> and then him and the general fight, and they get z- and they all get they both get zapped into women. And then they decide to, but he didn't, um, Dr. Kildare did not install a reverse switch on the process. Yeah. So they're just stuck like this and they decide to go shopping. Was it shopping? Yeah, or shopping and have a spa day and get a pedicure, manicure. Again, the. You know, what women do. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell it's written by a dude in his 60s who lived in Texas? <laughs> And then, it, and then, and then the final shot is of a very problematic newspaper article, and the credits uh, roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, if you have actually listened to the entirety of this episode, that is Replicator. Yes. Did you watch it's, all the way to the end of the credits? By the way, I did not. Was there something? Uh, oh yeah, I wrote it down just in case. Oh I, no, I, I had a feeling that as soon as the movie was over, you'd have to well, go outside for a bit. I saw the, they did the final shot of the newspaper, and I just said, "Oh no!" <laughs> over and over again, and left the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, at the end, it just says, 
this film is a complete work of fiction. There is no government cover-up involving the Replicator Project. And they put that all in caps. Cool. Really? Exclamation point. Any similarity between the characters in this film and real people is, while pathetic, a coincidence. That was their last attempt at a joke. <laughs> yep. Oh, 1998. Okay, look. Uh, um, this is one of the more embarrassing movies. Oh, when you said that, I was picturing that Nathan Fillion uh, gif. Which you one? You know what I'm talking about? Where he's like, the, oh. ah, ooh, ah, mm, ah, ooh. You would <laughs> not believe how often I uh, make those expressions when we're talking about these movies <laughs> on the other end of this mic. I don't know. True. Maybe we should record with with cameras. But yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm secretly an alligator. I I I, I, I haven't told you this I'm, entire I'm, time. That's that's why you picked this movie. Yeah. Uh, this movie is uh, it's bad. It's embarrassing. Um, but also it's hilarious because what in the fuck were they thinking? Um, yeah, and you can tell that this movie was an afterthought. Uh, you mm-hmm. can tell it was the B movie that was being shot off of the B movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it it's you know, B squared. Yeah, the plot. <laughs> oh god, um, the plot just kept trying to repeat itself to like so you can tell it was written like in different chunks instead of you know actually have some kind of connectivity instead of just talking about it. It's yeah. just it's just bad. I. Yeah, it's amazing that they were able to get some of these. I don't, oh, were these actors the same across time tracers? I didn't actually check that. Let me see. No, that wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be a big surprise. Yeah, that's. Hey, didn't it, we just talk about Critters Four and how they invented the back to back filmmaking? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, the Critters Four. Well, this is the come after Critters Four. This is ninety eight. Oh, did oh yeah okay so all right so they ripped off Critters Four is what you're saying okay. Yeah, Critters 4. Um, yep, nothing else. Nothing else before that was ever filmed. Nope, nope, not at all. Actually, James Cameron is ripping off Replicator. Do you know who's in Time Tracers? No, who? Jeffrey Combs. Really? Yeah. Do you think have... they intended him to play West and Jeff saw the script and was like, are you fucking kidding? Oh, hold oh, on. Wow. I, just, I think I just found an amazing connection here. What What was the guy who wrote this? What was this movie called? What was the name? Keith Kjorns, like Fjord. Keith Kjorns. Is it is it Christopher or is it Keith? Keith. Okay, because the Time Tracers has mm-hmm. a Christopher Kjorn. Probably related. There. Yeah. And it's in in that movie he played uh, a lizard man. <laughs> so, There's a theme. In that that family oh, kind of thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are we, are we reading too much into the replicate? Is it only a replicator because they had the lizard costume on set? Oh, I'm sure. Oh my That's- god! <laughs> that had to have been it, right? Oh my god! Yeah, that's it. That's that's the reason the movie exists this way. <laughs> he already he already had the transformation script somewhere else. And he stapled the alligator onto it to get it made. <laughs> Two kinks for the price of one. He's like, let's do it. That's hilarious. Where did the gay zombies come from? <laughs> do we have to do time tracers? I think we have to do time tracers because I bet you there's got to be some connections. You're probably right. But if we had to get a copy of it, because I couldn't find the abomination to save my life. And we only found this one on YouTube. Oh, you give you give me a day. I'll find time tracers for you. And the abomination. Uh, you know, I liked it better when we just had Polonia films. You've taken us down a dark path, my friend. It's not the first time I've been told that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was Shark Week, everybody. Shark Week. <laughs> Shark Week. Was it better than last year when we did Noah's Shark? We didn't just do Noah's Shark. No, we also did Toxic Shark. Toxic is uh. what this movie is. And um, what was the other shark one we did? Oh, oh, sharks, yeah, oh, sharks of the uh, corn. The weird right wing <laughs> shark movie. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, anybody needs to go and uh, go back to those episodes of uh, last year, you should do that. Check it out. Um, those are fantastic movies we watched. <laughs> they were all movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can say that about this. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's um, this was basically one man's goal to see as many boobies as he could get away with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if half of this was a dare. Like he's like, oh, let's see if I can get that chick to dress up like a dinosaur. And then it worked, and he's like, "Holy shit, we got to film this." I, I read on IMDb that apparently that, that supposedly there was another actor cast as Doctor Oliver, but he injured himself, and so then Keith was like, "Well, I'll do it." Um, <laughs> I don't know. If right. that, I don't know if there's any validity to that because it's, it, anyone can write anything in those trivia spots. Who knows? Keith uh, probably but- was the one that busted his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I saw, I, I, there's too many opportunities, guys. I got to take you out. <laughs> this only comes around once in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've, we've made fun of this man a lot, and he is dead, so I don't know. But yeah. um, this movie is bad, and you shouldn't watch it. But you should watch that 17-second clip on YouTube, because if you have a sexual experience, you will turn into an alligator, is a line that will live on forever. Yeah, it's. It, <laughs> God, I don't even know what to say about this damn movie. Like, I was like, seriously, it was like just a train wreck of a movie. Mm, I, it was, yeah. And the thing was, is like, I've I've seen worse acting out there in movies. I've so seen it, worse like, writing. Yeah, and in movies like, and in smut. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it wasn't completely terrible, but it was. So it, it did a good job. Uh, well, th- there's only one thing, though. I, I have a question. Uh-oh. In a way, I brought you here to offer you a job. You think you can do it better, so here's your chance. Uh, if there's any way to fix this movie, if you're changing three things, and only three things, mind you, you must limit yourself to three-ish things. Uh, what? For the love of God, what would they be? <laughs> Um, I would have uh, more gators and have them in the film earlier. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I think that would help. Um, you need gators by the 20 minute mark at the latest. Yeah, if that's the title of your movie, you should have it in there somewhere. Actually, your opening stinger should be a gator pr- problem gone wrong. Some real like Jurassic Park shooter vibes like that right off the bat. Credits, then back up the story in 20 minutes in Gator Mayhem. Yes, that would work. That would be a better movie. Um, it didn't take me four days to come up with that. Boom. It was three <laughs> minutes. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> the, still so, a prehistoric organism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, uh, more Gators and earlier in the movie. And um, number two, I would have um, uh, a lot less sexism in the film yeah you can still have i don't know if they understood this but you can you can have women be topless and (laughs) and not have to like subjugate them to being like worthless at the same time you can they they Mm -hmm. can be worth something and topless it's okay also you could have sexist characters and not have a sexist movie um yeah this movie is sexist yes very much more gators Gators earlier, um, not nearly as sexist or not sexist at all. And uh, number three uh, would be uh, gator sex. Let me digest that a moment. Visualizing it. But now I haven't, I haven't, I haven't figured out um, like exactly how it would work. Um, if it would I mean, be you there. could watch a documentary. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it would be the, um, I, I don't know who'd be the pitcher and who'd be the catcher because you gotta have one gator and a human just going at well, it. Well, would you, would you like a death roll in the hay? That, that should be a line in it. Um, <laughs> gator babe. So yeah, I, I don't know, um, but I, I think there should be at least one scene, and you don't have to actually show it. You can just heavily, heavily imply it, and uh, I think that would be okay because they didn't actually show any, any sex at all. No, because it, like, it's not. Like I said, I, I'm thinking about it like it is porn because it, it's very porn-ish. It's very porn adjacent, but it never really crosses that line. No, no. This is like a. This is like something you'd see on USA Up All Night. This is like right in between USA Up All Night and Skinamax. It's not quite Skinamax. Yeah, it's right there in the middle where it's still kind of too goofy to be <laughs> Skinamax, but it's it's going to show you a little bit more than you'd normally see. It's another movie without an audience. 
Like Velma, this doesn't have an audience. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, I think um, if I have learned anything from the show, it's that I, I'm, I think I'm going to do uh, Shark Week next year. <laughs> okay. All right. That, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I have, I, have, I have a stellar record so far. It's all wins. I might as well give you something. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Everyone, have a great Shark Week. And uh, if you see a gator babe, watch out. Gator babe. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. I don't think you need to play a lot of that. <laughs> I, honestly, I, wanna, I, th- I think they, I wanna, I think they get it. I, th- I think I they get it. See, I want to see how long you'd sit through that. I, I, I can't with that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>